This is the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep, the goddess astrologer and soul coach. If you are here, it is because you are divine feminine soulpreneur. And come hell or high water, you will root more love into this world. Let's get into it. No one ever taught me how to be myself. They were teaching me how to be what they needed me to be, what society wanted me to be. Your worth and value are not about what you do, but about who you are as soul. I'm here to connect you to the power of who you really are. Book an astrology reading at thegoddessastrologer.com. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I'm Jude Hotep, the Goddess Astrologer and Alchemical Initiatrix. I want to talk to you today about you feeling like you matter as a woman, as a feminine, as a sacred feminine woman, and as a feminine energy in this world, anchoring feminine light into the world, that it's so much of what I help my clients with, an alchemical goddess, is being in that place where it's, no longer is just a concept that you matter as a woman and you matter as who you are very specifically, that you matter, your work matters, what you're doing in life is really crucial and critical and vital and important to this to the whole fabric of the world, that it matters that much, that it come out of being only a concept in the mind and into something you are experientially living and believing in your body to your bones and to the marrow of who you are it's a massive part of what we do in alchemical goddess and what i end up helping women with it's it's something i had to heal myself and there's deepening ever deepening layers and levels to it which is really profound and understanding how you matter here's the thing you have to begin to act as if you matter now you have to begin to function in your business like it really matters. That if you have one audience member, that you have to, a lot of people will offer the advice out in the business sphere of just focus on that one person and just be so grateful for them and do it for them. And that might work for some people. If that works for you, then that's wisdom. But if that does not work for you, stop trying to make it work. It's okay that it doesn't. Uh, you're not doing anything wrong. But I think something that is part of the journey of healing wounds, healing old hurts, is to begin to act as if it matters. So go ahead and do the extra part of your business. Like um, For me, there's a lot of steps to getting a podcast episode out. And I post it up to the website, and there's about 10 steps to making that post and, and some different components to it. And there's been times throughout the 410 episodes that it hasn't felt fun to do or I backlogged them and I just sit there and do a hundred at one time. Um, there was a time where, um, I think I did a hundred at once and then every once in a while I'd get behind like 10 and I'd have to sit there and do 10. And I was like, okay, I never want to do that. This has to be coupled with doing the episode every single day. Cause I don't ever want to sit there and do 10 or 20 again in a row because I don't really like doing it so so there I had to I had to begin to think about 
how much it mattered. I had to believe it mattered. I had, I had to think that it mattered. I had to think that it mattered. Why is that so profound, actually? Why is that actually a big perception shift that, that can help you? It's because we feel like it's the external audience or the affirmation or the approval that tells us that we matter. And when we live in that state of being, we are never getting our self-confidence, our self-worth, our value from the inside out. We're getting it from the outside in. And it never works. Because even when we get the affirmation and the approval, it's not actually fundamentally built inside of us. And so we don't own that self-worth. That self-worth comes and goes with the approval of the moment. And if you've been in in a dysfunctional relationship, that means if you've been alive, (laughs) so if you've been alive, you've been in a dysfunctional relationship, all of humanity has to heal our ability to have healthy relationships. No one in humanity knows how to have a healthy relationship. We are all learning how to do this. And... um, So then you've probably had one of those relationships where it's based upon approval and disapproval and people use their approval and disapproval, however unconsciously or consciously, to tell you what to do and what not to do. Might be very unconscious on their part. Might be very manipulative and conscious. But we are often socialized into thinking that's the way to roll. And it usurps our ability to build self-worth inside ourselves to build our own self-value, valuing our work as if it is the most important thing because it is the most important thing. Your work and your life is the most important thing. You are the most important person in your life. A lot of women will put their kids first. I'll ask a lot of women that sit in my chair that have kids and be like, who's the most important person in your life? And they'll say, my kids. Like, no. And, and sometimes it takes many sessions for them to get it. Sometimes it's a shift that is pretty blam all at once, and it's just this awakening for them. But it's like if you are not the most important person and you're not fully resourced, you cannot actually provide the role modeling for that child that you is everything that you want them to have the possibility to have in their life. If you have a kid, you want your kid to have every dream and every happiness and every learning and every amazing thing that, they want for themselves in their heart, right? And you want them to be wise and have this great life. And parents often have this big challenge of letting their kids go through challenges and letting them learn the hard way and letting them learn. It's not easy to watch people we love suffer and we want to do it for people, but that's codependence. That's not being an autonomous person and being inside yourself and your own self-worth and helping them to build self-worth because they accomplished it on their own. They figured something out on their own. They found a solution on their own in a loving awareness, in a loving space, and around people who believed in them and knew they could do it, right? And so many women I work with for however many sessions it takes to help them to see themselves as the most important person in their life. We are not socialized to think that. We are socialized to think that that's selfish or that's egocentric or that's wrong or bad when it's the exact opposite because if you are not fully resourced, fully here, fully functioning, fully healthy, fully cognitive, fully rested, fully 
you know, having been exercised and played and, and loved and nurtured and all the things that you need, you are not functioning at your highest capacity for anybody in your life. And you are not a good role model for anybody in your life because you're not role modeling somebody that has high self-worth, somebody that gives a fuck about themselves. I really had to punctuate that sentence there. Like, do you care about yourself? So it's this massive shift and it takes this unraveling sometimes of some of the wounds we have to really start to see our work as so important when we haven't built the audience yet or we're beginning or this is not really going the way we want or we have two people watching one of our social media channels or whatever it is that we're working to grow and we have to decouple our success and decouple our uh, self-worth, our approval of ourself, our work mattering from the response of the world. If you look back through history, there's so many artists that were not respected or loved until much later after they were dead. And you can, it must have been a, a challenging journey to never get paid for your work and then your work to sell for millions of dollars after you're dead. <laughs> I can't remember if it was Van Gogh, but it was one of the famous painters that you would know just by name and uh and he made i i don't think he ever made like more than two bucks or something off one of his paintings um i don't remember the exact amount but he never made never made good money and now his paintings are just millions if not more so it's it's like he did it he valued it for himself and he knew how important it was and it was important to him first he made it important to him first and there's so many women that have done so much in our history to allow women to be where we are today which i'm not saying we don't have massive ground to cover here we do stay-at-home moms only got the opportunity only got the the ability rather to have a credit card in 2012 2012 we're talking 10 years ago 2012 most women don't even know that we have some ground to cover yes but we are also standing on the shoulders of giants of women who went out into this world against status quo against legalities and the possibility of death or jail or great atrocity type abuses and perhaps went through that to move women forward, to move humanity forward, to put more beauty in this world, to gain more rights, to gain more equality, more fairness in this world, and to help people raise in consciousness and raise out of fear into their empowerment. And so... And so we want to... really think about self-worth and this shifting perspective, this different way to look at it, this different paradigm, this different understanding to move out of this external need and into this very internal flame of focus and importance and mattering and worth and value and to be that flame for ourselves until it ignites into the world. And then even so when it ignites in the world, to still be the source of that flame, always providing that for ourselves. 
so many times I work with clients where they're dealing with some issue with other people and other people aren't valuing them, aren't respecting them or doing something to them. I had one client where literally people were just running into her, literally just hitting her body as they were walking by. It's like, the, it's like as if she did, wasn't there. Like just literally just pounding into her body as they were walking by. And she's like, at one point, you know, many times she like screamed. Like, do you not see me here? And screamed up in a grocery store or, or in a Target or someplace, right? And so it's very much like what we were talking about before that it's the same idea that we have to keep the flame lit inside our own selves, inside our own hearts. So we have to reprogram our own beliefs that I value, I, I am respected, I matter. Because in that experience, we carry that energy in who we are. It's a belief system that we behave as if that's true because it's deeply embedded in our subconscious because we do that work to retrain our brain to say, I matter, I'm valued, and we believe it we begin to believe it and then we act as if that's true out in the world and people don't run into her anymore because we reprogrammed her subconscious beliefs that she matters, that she is valued, that she is respected. And so once we reprogram the subconscious, because what was in there was programming that I don't matter, I'm not valued, I'm not respected. And that was a victimhood story and a disempowered story based on experiences she had had. So it's like, okay, well, you had these real experiences, Right. And those experiences gave you the message that you're not valued. However, you just had those experiences. You don't have to make it mean you're not valued. And in fact, you need to program in and believe that you are valued so that you can resonate with that energy into the world and people see you there and don't run into you. Right? just unconscious people, whatever, but we often pull out of people the energy that we need for our soul, for us to heal the wounds and to lift up out of disempowerment. We are all in the symbiosis, working together, pulling. You have had this experience, I guarantee you, once in your life where you're interacting with some person, most likely it happened with a stranger, and you're behaving in some odd way, and you're literally looking around inside yourself going like, why am I saying this right now? Like, why am I acting like this? I don't understand. Like, what is happening here? This isn't me. And you walk away bewildered, not understanding what just happened. I guarantee you, if you look back through your life, you've had that experience at least once. It's because when we come together with other people, we pull out of each other what we need for our healing and ascension and evolvement and, and what we're both, what's both in our shadow and in our issues. That's why we want to face the shadow because we don't want to have the life we don't want. And as if we're running off the shadow, we're running off a life we don't want. It makes us behave in ways that we don't desire, whether we like it or not, because it's running the show. We run off of deep subconscious patterned emotions and beliefs. It's a fact. And so if we do not reprogram those subconscious beliefs, and if we do not manage our emotions and, and gain emotional fluidity and versatility and understanding and love and care for ourselves and choose and activate the emotions that we want to feel and, and gain that mastery, we are puppeted around in our lives instead of the one in control, leading, guiding, 
our own lives the way we want. And this whole belief that you don't matter, your work doesn't matter based on how big your audience is at the moment or based on where you're at in your journey with your business or based on stepping into your next level of self-worth and visibility and there's that gap between where you were and where you're going and where you what you believe you're now worth and where you've stepped up and evolved to, but now you have to experience all of that and there's that gap there that makes you question yourself again or feel that vulnerable feeling again or feel you know you're leveling up and so you don't quite feel like you're in your mastery anymore so wherever you're at in that place you're the one that has to light that flame of mattering and belief and and worth inside of you always and here's the other thing is we, all, we always level up. So we have these gaps every time we level up. You get this new idea, you're ready to make this new thing in your business and you're stepping up into a whole new level of a, of a project to pull off, of um, visibility, the amount of people in an audience that you're going to be speaking to, whatever it is for you. And all of a sudden, and you're, you're ready, you're there, you're doing it. But all of a sudden, your experience doesn't match the new place that you've evolved to. And so you have to close that gap by simply doing it, being it, living it, acting as if, and believing in who you are and believing that you matter and the work matters as you step into that new place, right? People that get really comfortable, it's not bad, right, wrong, good or bad, but but people that get really comfortable, you can kind of tell they get really comfortable. And... You can kind of tell they have so much they could bring to us, but they got really kind of comfortable where they're at and they weren't ready to step into that next level because there's a gap, <laughs> because it doesn't feel comfortable, because you have to build the new, the new layer of believing you matter to this next depth, to this next height. height. So we're always deepening and growing and stepping into a greater new version of ourselves. And we want to be on this journey. This is the amazing, interesting, fun journey. We didn't sign up to to go on an adventure of whitewater rafting and climbing a mountain and skydiving to know exactly what it would feel like and exactly what we would experience. Like we wanted it to be interesting and curious and fun and not know what's around every corner. Like it gets pretty boring to chew gum all the time that has no flavor. So even something like skydiving, you know the general gist of everything, but you don't know what you're going to see that day. You don't know how you're going to feel that day. You don't know what people are going to be with you that day. You don't know what the amazing magical experience can be with everything and everyone involved and how you might learn the landing better today or, or just amazing things happen, right? And so even when we do things that we've done before that we do know the terrain, we're having a new experience and we want to step into the new version of ourselves in that new experience every time. So you matter. Are you going to believe it? I, be- I believe it. I-, I know it. But are you going to believe it about your own work and about yourself? And act as if that is true be that energy be that energy live that energy and make that into your truth i'm sending you so much love
And I will talk to you on the next episode, Episodes Daily. I didn't have role models or examples of the divine feminine journey, of it being something more than just spiritual business, but something much bigger. My soulpreneurship, my soul mission. I knew I was here for something important. I knew I was fearless and powerful, and yet all of these karmic fears and insecurities were holding me back from speaking my voice and being out in the world. And like God is coaching, we jailbreak your soul from the conditioning and traps of the fear of this 3D world, unlocking your sacred feminine genius. Step into your power, goddess. You know you are meant for big things. Now is the time to book a free goddess call go to thegoddessastrologer.com together we are the light goddess moving humanity out of fear and into love consciousness now if there is someone in your life that you can think of right now that would benefit from this episode go ahead and share it with them right now you can either text them or take a screenshot and send it to them you can post it on your social media do whatever you have to to get them to listen to this inspiring podcast and until next time remember to bring more love feed your light and transform through the darkness